This podcast is a proud member of the Lamb Podcasting Network. Find the network at largeassmovieblogs.blogspot.com. And welcome to the Blue Review Podcast. <laughs> uh, a bit cosy in here today. Uh, all huddled around one microphone because I forgot the other one. Um, I, I reckon you should just record you saying, hello and welcome to the Blueprint Podcast. Stick it at the beginning. And, yeah, definitely. Just whack it on the I end need, of that. I need to say it with a bit more zest. Yeah, you do. You times. need a bit more enthusiasm. Dave. Hello and welcome to the Blueprint Podcast. No, because this isn't Blue Peter. So. <laughs> <laughs> Don't we get bad shit. Hello and welcome to the Blueprint Podcast. <laughs> My name's David, and I cannot be bothered to tell you one with. <laughs> I, I'm here with Laura and Darren, <laughs> and we have—I uh, almost forgot your name—then Lindsay. Over it's been that long. <laughs> it's been that long. It has been—it has been a while. Sorry, um, busy. But Lindsay has, uh, been a while. has joined us. She's only missed one episode, but we missed a whole episode as well in between all together. So it's—it's it's been a while. Um, cool, yeah. But we're here with the latest episode Full nineteen. Team. 14? Full, full team. team. I'm going deaf. Yeah, episode 19 with a full team. It's <laughs> <laughs> <a> good start. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so good at this. Anyway. Uh, We've had a piss poor month, let's, let's admit this. Yeah, it's been a bit of a shambles this month. It's, uh, yeah. it's Christmas. It's Christmas, yeah. Speaking of it's Christmas, any... special theme this week we'll be talking about later, Christmas movies. It's, it's frustrating because there's been some, some good stuff out. Obviously there's, like, yeah. there's Hugo. Um, yeah. There's loads of stuff I want to see. <laughs> loads? Yeah, I know. I was going to ask that, though. Has anyone seen it, like, missed anything that they were desperate to see? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Loads of them. Yeah. Taking shot. earlier on, yeah. And uh, oh, I'm interested in that David, Terence Davis one, supposed to be very good. Deep Blue Sea. Yeah, that's the one. It's, is it, isn't that the one with the sharks? Uh, that's what I, I hoped. It was like a remake of that. But, yeah, uh, shot for shot remake by... Yeah, by Terence yeah. Davis. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't think so. <laughs> Yeah, there's been quite a few that I've missed, but um, I have seen something that we can chat about later. Um, anyway, speaking of what we're looking forward to... Yeah, well, uh, what films are we not going to watch in the future? Dave? Yeah, what films are we not going to watch today? <laughs> what trailers have people seen for films that we're, we're blatantly not going to watch? Because we're useless. I've actually seen a trailer this week. Awesome. I, I can't believe I've actually done it, but I have. Um, and I, <laughs> Is life just one big effort for you? <laughs> Sounds like it's one big surprise. What can I ask? I saw a trailer. <laughs> yeah, no. It, but anyway, I saw Full Metal Alchemist, um, the sacred star of Milos, which is coming out. Um, and Catchy. The, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, well, the reason that I was drawn to it to watch it in the first place was because it's um, a manga, and well, I'm not. A, I couldn't say I'm a manga fan, but I am a Studio Ghibli fan, so I will check out any manga if I see it in a trailer lineup. Uh, can we just get, but, make sure we don't confuse terminology here? It's actually anime. It's anime. Whatever. <laughs> anyway, um, so check out the film. Uh... <laughs> no, no, no. But, it, but manga was a company. They yeah. brought anime over here, and they were a company. Yeah. But well, manga actually is. Yeah. It's, 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 it's no, it's probably the reason I'm getting confused is because it's a manga series. That's why I'm getting confused. Because Full yes. Metal Al- Alchemist is originally a manga series. Yeah, yeah most of them um, are. There's already been a few films. Yeah, no, oh, yeah. I think there's been one film and... Um, like a TV series. TV series, yeah. 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 
but it's it sort of follows these brothers of Edward and Alphonse Elric in a world where alchemy is one of the most advanced scientific techniques and in this particular film I think that um oh I've got to remember it now <laughs> Yeah, they're... Uh, so you saw it and then yeah, blacked no, out, right? <laughs> yes, yeah. Um, there's a... They they find themselves in this city where they're being taken over by some bureaucratic people and they're tr- basically all the alchemists are trying to save the city is kind of how it goes. Um, and uh, to be honest, the trailer didn't really show much. I had to get most of my information from the little biogs that they do. Not mm. biogs, what's the word? My synopsis completely yeah. gone yeah synopsis do you just want to go um, and lie down yeah I think I need to <laughs> does anyone else want to talk so I just shut up did it look good <laughs> it looked good yeah but then I'm swayed because it's so, so you've got anime. no idea what happens what it's about you don't know if it looked good but it's anime so you up for it yeah awesome Pretty much sounds like me in Kung Fu movies <laughs> yeah I was going to say well, I'm crying to my anime so I'll watch, I'll watch most of that you threw of me off by correcting me at the beginning <laughs> you used to like to throw me off cool how about yourself, Darren? Have you seen yeah, I saw a few. Um, which, I, 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 I'll talk about two very quickly that looked fucking awful. Three Stooges. <laughs> oh, is the trailer out? For oh, that? it's just come out. Oh, Literally God. just come out. It's embarrassing. It's never going to be good. It's embarrassing. Is Jim Carrey in that? No. I think he was going to be. Yeah, they had changed oh, okay. the cast up time. Yeah, it's that. three, not nobody's, but it's three really small actors. Not literally. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I'd be more interested. Um... Um, the um, but um, and I saw this. I can't remember what it's called now. It's got um, Sandra Bullock in it and Tom Hanks. Oh, I saw the trailer for that. that oh my god! So you've seen, have you seen it as well? Where yeah, no, I had reviewed it on trailer watch. I forgot what it's called. Oh, it looks then. fucking awful. So that's nine eleven. He dies in nine eleven. Oh, yeah. it looks bollocks. But I'll talk about John Carter from Mars or just John Carter as it's yeah, now known. I saw the trailer for that again on trailer watch. <laughs> And um, but I, I, the, the first one, like the little teaser they did, would looked really bad. I mean, I was quite excited it about it. Awful, then the tr- yeah. teaser looked awful. And this one, I think it looks a bit better. I'm yeah. more interested in it, but it looks a bit Star Warsy. Yeah, I thought the same. It looks exactly like Attack of the Attack Clones. Attack of the Clones. It's like when yeah. it opens in that the oh, arena, which is yeah. like Sandy, and then there's like the monsters that is. Yeah. It's like that is literally that. Yeah. Um, like the, just before the ending yeah. of Attack of the Clones, and I don't know, special yeah. effects look a bit shit. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It looks, it could be, ma- it might be fun, but it does look a bit dated and a bit too yeah. CGI and a bit like, mm, no, it still doesn't do much for me. But yeah. you never know. Yeah, we'll see. But um, that's you know, it's probably the most interesting one. But again, yeah. I'm more interested in, you know, who's made it more than anything. So, yeah. but we'll see. Well, I was, um, I watched uh, well two of those for my trailer watch, um, and I was struggling with trailer watch this this week. It's like. This wasn't anything grabbing me, but there was one that I just caught at the end uh, called The Cabin in the Woods. Um, <clears throat> Joss Whedon? Yeah, Joss Whedon co-writes it with Drew Goddard, the guy who wrote... He wrote Cloverfield, which I didn't like, but he wrote Lost, um, which I've not seen yet, but it's supposed to be quite good, the TV series. It is good. And, yeah, and he... Um, and with this this trailer, because a few people online and stuff had, had been chatting about it, but um, it starts off very blandly. It looks like a cheesy sort of teenagers go to the woods, stay in a, stay in a cabin in the woods, surprisingly enough. And it's just like, what? why are people banging on about this? It looks shit. Um, but then, sort of halfway through, it sort of weird shit starts to happen. And, and there's loads of little flashes of some bizarre imagery. And it's like nothing what you'd expect at all. And it's like there's bits where they're in like 
obviously not in a random little cabin in the woods anymore. There's these weird video screens and elevators and shit. And, and it does actually look really good, actually. It looks, well, it looks interesting anyway. It looks quite surreal, very dark, quite scary. And, uh, yeah, it totally turned itself around. It, it, I think I think it must must do that. I hope it does that on purpose. Sort of gives you... It makes you think, oh, yeah, we've seen this all before. And then it's like, bang. And it's like... Whoa. So the trailer ruins it a little bit. Yeah, I, if I guess it ru- it'll ruin the surprise of it turning a bit crazy. But I imagine it's going to be crazy for a while. At least I hope so. Uh, but it looks good. It looks it looks good. I saw, I saw, I could... movies do that all the time, though. They give you a kind of, oh, look, you think it's another horror movie, but this is our twist, and then it's still this, shit. Yeah, it, I mean, it might still be shit, but um, it did look interesting. It looked, I mean, it's a teaser, so it's just showing flashes and things, but um, but it, 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 it did look interesting. Yeah, just people <laughs> showing their dicks and things like that, yeah. I think it would be quite interesting to like if they actually just promoted it as a textbook horror. Mm. Yeah, and then when you see it, it's almost like when, when they did Sweeney Todd and didn't have any singing in any of the trailers, and then uh, yeah, surprised right. people. Mm. Surprise! Yeah. Well, with it, it's got a very bland title, so maybe they were going for that. But the poster is like a cabin, but it's all like twisted up like a Rubik's cube or something. So they're obviously trying. To... So is it like <gasps> Saw meets it's Evil like Dead? Yeah, well, it doesn't look too sorry. It looks a bit more like, um, as I say, that it doesn't look like they're always just in this cabin. Um, but yeah. Maybe like that. It, yeah, it looks more interesting, more like... It's, it's, it looks quite sci-fi. That's okay. what surprised me. Um, that's why it's not really Saw meets Evil Dead, because it's got this sci-fi element. Saw meets Evil Dead meets Cube. <laughs> but yeah, it, it looks interesting. I, I, I'd be, I'm up for watching it. Linz, have you seen uh, any exciting trailers? Nothing that I can remember. Nothing has no, floated your boat? No, I don't know. I can't remember anything. My brain's just gone... It's been muppeted. It's all this Christmas stuff. My brain's just like... Let, let, have you not seen the trailer for The Muppets? No, I haven't. <laughs> That's been getting like, stupidly well-reviewed. Yeah. Did you see the article the Muppets in usually the, um, well. Huffington Post about the American senator who said that the Muppets were driving a communist agenda? Oh, I brilliant. saw the headline, Absolutely but I didn't know. fucking yeah. brilliant. Um, but yeah, no, I haven't seen that. And actually, I fell back in love with The Muppets, but we'll come to that in the Christmas feature. But um, no, move on. <laughs> Cool. So what have we seen then? I literally have not seen anything. I I I've seen something. Um, You're gonna I, keep us in suspenders all day, yeah. baby. <laughs> suspenders. <laughs> Keeping suspenders. Uh, no, I've uh, I saw Fifty Fifty. Oh, okay. Any good? Day, yeah, uh, it was good. Yes, it was very good. Um, it was an odd one because the way it approached its subject matter, because it's all about a guy who uh, a guy in his sort of late twenties. Uh, or mid-twenties, something like that, he uh, he gets cancer, basically. It's about him going through life with cancer and uh, wondering, because his chances, obviously, his chances at the beginning are 50-50 sort of thing, and it's, it's sort of obviously, it's just about him having cancer, really. It's quite straightforward, nothing else really to it. There's a bit of a, there's a, bit of a sort of a, a relationship bit with his, um, his, he's got a girlfriend um, at the start of the film, who he's not been together with that long, um, but he gets cancer when they're in this relationship and they've only been together for know, a month or two. So obviously it's a bit harsh on her. It's like he actually gives her, at the start of the film, he says, look, if you want to just leave me and you don't want to deal with all this, I don't mind. Um, but she's like, no, 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 I'll be with you. And there's, there's sort of that element with this um, sort of fledging relationship having to deal with cancer. And there's also the guy, the main guy, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, his relationship with his best mate, who's Seth Rogen, and with his parents, um, who's Angelica Houston, randomly enough, and looking a bit chubby these days, bizarrely. Um, and with his psychiatrist, therapist, um, uh, Anna, Anna Kendricks. Yeah, that's the one. 
And uh, it's just all about those guys, a bit of a little drama, comedy drama with those guys. And what it does, the, the approach it has, it in some ways makes it really good, in other ways makes it a little not so good. Basically, it takes quite a light approach, obviously with the comedy and stuff like that. But also in terms of it never overplays the drama, it's never too like... It's never too over the top and like, oh God, I'm wallowing in self-misery. I'm going to die and like big speeches or anything like that. Anything like that shit is just not there, which is brilliant. And I really liked it for that. It made it feel a bit more real as a cancer drama and stuff like that. It felt, um, it did feel quite <laughs> a like, new term. What? Coins cancer drama, here. I don't know what to call it. But it, it, it felt realistic that way and I liked that approach. Um, but at the same time, because it's so light, you kind of think, oh, yeah, that was nice. And then, I don't know, I don't have a great urge to watch it again. I wouldn't have a great urge to whack it up my top 10 of the year list saying it's amazing because it's just a little too, like, light and fluffy. Um, but saying that, it did... I mean, it still did have quite an emotional impact. It was... I mean, um, it got me quite... It got me quite emotional. But I don't know, but I, I've got... I don't know, I've got first-hand experience of that sort of shit. So, I don't know, it was opening old wounds or whatever, but... Um, second-hand, really, isn't it? Second-hand, yeah. Yeah, not first-hand. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> a bit misleading. Well, no. no, still in terms Dave's of... going for the sympathy vote. In the same relationship, in the same field mm. of the group of friends and things like that. Um, but no, it, it, was, it, was, it, was, it is a nice little film. It is, it's, it's well made. It, as I say, it works in that it takes things lightly and doesn't... It's not heavy-handed. Uh, the only thing, other thing I would say, there are a few little, n- never too much, there's a few little sort of indie sort of moments where it's um, little quirky bits, but it, just, it never overdoes it, like Little Miss Sunshine or something like that, but there's a few little moments where it's like, mm, really? Also, Seth Rogen is generally quite good in this, but there's occasionally he does great, but at the same time, the character is supposed to be a bit of a knob. He's supposed to be a bit annoying. It's probably why he was cast. Yeah, yeah, that's probably why he's cast. And it does work, but occasionally it's a bit like he's doing his Seth Rogen shtick, and it's a bit like, mm, no thanks, not right now. But um, but other than that, I mean, generally it is very good. No, no I definitely recommend it um, that people check it out. It's good. Cancer comedy. Yeah, cancer comedy. It's not a laugh cancer out. Cancer drama, I think you said. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I say that. It is It is a comedy. It is quite funny. It's got a couple of funny bits in it, but it's not hilarious laugh out loud. Whoa, he's got cancer. Brilliant. It's uh, <laughs> It's just more, It's. it takes a light, amusing approach to it, but it's not, I wouldn't call it an out and out comedy. Or no. an out and out drama. No. Well, it is still so. I'd say it is pretty Cancer much an out and out drama. drama. It's, I, I think it is an out and out drama. It's just with a few Cancer comedic Con elements. Drama. Is yeah. it a life enhancing movie? No, as I say, it was too light to be life enhancing. <laughs> yeah. But it was moving, and it was it was entertaining, and it was well made and very likable. But it's not very memorable. It's it's a little too fluffy. No, yeah, okay. Fair <laughs> Sounds enough. like a meal. <laughs> that is what we're talking about, isn't it? I did just eat dinner. Oh, I think. Dinner <laughs> awesome. It's a good food podcast. Cool, um, Lindsay. I think you're the only person who's seen oh anything. Oh my you? god! I wish I could go back in time and not have seen it. Mm, good segue. I, I saw <clears throat> in time, and and the problem the problem I had is I couldn't buy into the premise in the first place. So the idea is that human beings have been genetically modified. Don't ask me how. It doesn't even begin to suggest otherwise. That um, when they when they get to twenty five, their body stops aging, but then they have a year's worth of time that they count down, and they have to earn more. So instead of getting paid, 
you get time and you can swap time and you can give time and you can even steal time. So basically time becomes money and people just drop, people just drop dead in the street and everyone's like, oh, we ran out of time. Awesome. And everyone's got these little shitty digital clocks in their skin. Um, so everyone's supposed to be 25. The first problem is everyone's evidently not 25. Like Cillian Murphy, who looks really embarrassed to be there, looks way older than, say, Justin Timberlake and Amanda Seyfried, whatever her name is. Really? Isn't he younger um, than Justin Timberlake? I don't know, but for some, it's because he just, like, you know, his character's like a weary, he's like a time cop, not that time cop. Not John <laughs> That would be fucking awesome. But, um, yeah, so Justin Timberlake's character... You know, he lives on the breadline man and his mum dies because she runs out of time. But uh, this billionaire guy gives him 10 years of time um, because he saves him. He's true. This guy's, you know, he's in real years, like 100 and something. And he's like, I don't want to live anymore. I'm bored or whatever. And so Justin Timberlake's got this 10 years of time. So he takes himself to like where all the rich folk live. And he falls in love with this rich man's daughter, Amanda Seyfried, who's just fucking bad. She's shockingly shit. I couldn't figure out if everybody... But I couldn't figure out whose level everyone was playing to. They were all, they was consistently poorly performed, which makes me think then actually what it was, it was consistently poorly directed. But it was so flat. The premise was bollocks. It made no attempt to explain it to you. From the trailer, I thought the premise, it, I mean, it's, it's obviously not really realistic, but I found it quite interesting. Yeah, I think maybe the idea is interesting, but they yeah. haven't. Made it believable or written. Oh, yeah. You You could tell that from the trailer. It's just by holding onto someone's wrist. It's like if you're going to genetically modify human beings to that degree, would you not make it slightly harder to steal their time? So, you know, there's these guys that terrorize people and they rob their time and. Like um, grabbing their wrists. Ah. Literally, and they have these like mano mano battles, which is how Justin Timberlake's dad died, where they like, they they wrestle, like arm, like hand wrestle for each other's time. And I guess the stronger person would always. Um, it would sounds win. shit. Yeah. yeah. I, like literally, and just little because what happened because I didn't buy into the premise. I couldn't even find fun with it. So Amanda, what's her face, runs around the film in these most ridiculously high heels. There's a bit where she jumps out of a seven, second story window in them, and it's like, well, she wouldn't have been able to jump out of them in the first fucking place, but in like sky high stilettos. And then Daddy's little rich girl goes all rebel, and they start robbing rich people, and they start robbing time banks, and. Oh, but it's just so shit. Like things that, like, why would you, why would you even genetically modify human beings to that point anyway? So when babies are born, their moms can just die if they run out of time. But you don't get like, you know, there's no like time welfare. It's just there's there's there's, no, there's, there's time charities, there's people who collect time from rich people and then distribute it to the poor. But um, and that's where Justin Timberlake gives all the time that he steals. They give it to the poor. Oh um, my, it's so uh, fucking hell. So. So Robin Hood with yeah. So it sounds like really moralistic and the metaphor on its fucking sleeve. That's making it a little too clever. Like it's a bit like oh money, money's bad, money corrupts. Yeah, everybody should have the same. But there's that, and there's so many moments. I think it's pushing the communist agenda, (laughs) like the Muppets. Do you remember Last Action Hero when uh, he falls out the helicopter oh, yes. into the tar lake? And yeah, the brilliant. About an hour and a half or however long it is. And it's really deliberate. There's so many moments like that in that film where they've got like three seconds on the clock that, that they've got left on their like little alarm clock and they're going to die. And it's like minute and a half sequences of like them slow-mo running, but then at other times they just miss it. So it, it was infuriatingly bad. It, and it, it sounds it, yeah. it. And Justin Timberlake is just... Shit, he's just not that good. I mean, I didn't see the Social Network, but 
I think the thing is in Social Network, I, I thought he was good in Social Network, but I think it, he, he probably played himself a bit. I don't think not. he's good. Yeah, I think he just plays himself in that. Yeah. I think that's the thing. Hmm. It didn't work for him in this. And she's really bad. Like, I kind of wanted to get in the film and just punch her just once. Just, just for I being think insane. who she is. What else is she being? Mamma Mia is the big one. Oh, I never watched. Yeah, oh, that yeah. Red Riding Hood that I didn't oh, see. I never saw that either. I've avoided all terrible. the films. But she's freaking brilliant in Mean Girls. Oh, that sounds good. She in Mean Girls? Yeah, she's. Um, she must be about she's... five in Mean Girls, surely. Yeah, and Rachel McAdams. Evan Wood. Both in it. No, Rachel McAdams. Oh, okay. Are you sure she's in Mean Girls? Pretty certain. We'll have, have a Google. Um, but. <laughs> Another yeah, no, term. I, it's her, she is. Um, yeah, she's the... Oh, God. She's one of the diary girls. Whatever. Yeah, yeah whatever. Anyway, <laughs> but she, like, I thought she was pretty good in that, but then that's because she's a bit of an, a bratty knobby teen and she's still a bit because of a bratty knobby she plays knobby a 2D character, yeah. perhaps. <laughs> yeah, and the film kind of looked like it wanted to be a cartoon, like a comic book, sorry, graphic novel, whatever you want to call them. Um, like, it got a very particular design, but it didn't really stick to it, so... It was like she looked like a cartoon character because of her hair and her dress, and then but everything else was like you know gritty realism. Then everything was like really white and slightly sci-fi. It was like yeah, it sounds like it would be one of those aggravating films. And it didn't have any of the kind of trashy charm of the one that with Sean Bean and Christian Bale, with the emotions. Oh, and equilibrium. 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 Yeah, didn't have it. Well, it didn't have any. Yeah, but it's a naff film. But it didn't have any charm of that film. It was just. Bad, really bad. Even Jay didn't like it. Really? (laughs) Fucking hell. Yeah, seriously, in terms of trash, he was a bit like, yeah, it was a bit shit, wasn't it? It was like, yes, yes, it was. So, uh, yeah, that's been my only. Oh, no, I've seen other films in the cinema, but we'll come to that one in a minute. Um, No one else has seen anything. No, 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 no. I know what she's She keeps teasing it. I fell in love with the Muppets Christmas Carol, but I'll chat about that later. Uh, I've seen one more film, but I'll chat about that later. <laughs> I just, you know, building up suspense and mystery. But no, I haven't been. Although, actually, no, I have since we last podcasted, but you guys have talked about them. What? So I saw. Oh, my, my brain's just completely emptied itself. I um, can't remember what we talked about last time. Did anyone see anything last time? Real Steel? Oh, you know, you oh, guys have seen it. Oh, I bet that's shit. It's not. That was Darren's favourite film last night. Huh? Family, right. I don't know. It's better than we need to talk about Kevin. Oh, really? Oh, okay. I didn't, that's the one that I really wish I'd seen, but it yeah, just the time. If you actually listen to these podcasts, Linz, we talk about you a lot when you're not around. Busy. We slagged you off last week just because we knew you wouldn't be listening. I'm going on holiday, so I'll take them all with me. <laughs> I'll listen to the beach. So, we haven't anyway. really seen any films, so we may as well just crack st- straight. <laughs> we could go for the shortest podcast we've ever yeah, done. Yeah, although I think this theme could drag on a bit. Let's, let's see. Because we've see. all probably seen several of these. Yeah, but we should only talk about one we'll each. Yeah. Cool. Well, a special theme is Christmas movies, as I mentioned earlier. Christmas? Christmas <laughs> movies. I've been a little bit lazy, because the only Christmas movie I've seen is the one that I've reviewed on the site. But I'm going to talk about it anyway. Uh, Dave, do you not go home and watch Christmas films every night? Uh, I would do. I just, I don't, I, I've been away this weekend and stuff. I, I'm a weekend movie watcher, but um, yeah, I saw The Flight Before Christmas, uh, otherwise known in Finnish as Nico something something. I can't remember anymore. I think I think in Finnish it's it's translated as Nico the pilot's son or something like that randomly. Um, but yeah, anyway, The Flight Before Christmas. It's a Finnish, Dutch, no, Finnish, Danish, Irish, uh, 
German like collaboration, bizarrely, but it's mainly Finnish. I think the 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 writer, the main writer and the directors Finnish, um, and a lot of the animating team and stuff like that are Finnish. And I'd actually seen the film before this year. I saw it last Christmas, but I saw it in Finnish with no subtitles, so I didn't really understand what was going on. Anna had to constantly translate for me. Um, but last time, when I saw it before, I was like, oh, yeah, that was, that was all right, considering I didn't understand a word of it. Uh, but watching it again, uh, this is the English dub that I saw that's just come out. Um, it, I actually really enjoyed it. It's one of those films where you see... I mean, you look at the, the DVD, it was fucking awful. Did you say it's an animation, sorry? Yeah, it's a CGI, CGI yeah. animated. I mean, it's obviously low budget because it's, it's not a Hollywood. It's not Pixar or anything like that. It's just... Um, random hodgepodge of funds from Europe stuck together to make a kids' film. And it's very much a kids' film. It's not trying to be anything other than that, which is one of the reasons I liked it. But it was really good. It's it's very simple, very straightforward, very cliche, predictable, but it just... It, it doesn't pretend it isn't. It just gets straight to the point. It's really fast-paced. It's always got either a bit of a comedy bit or it's got some sort of action set piece or a little bit of emotion. Has it got any, like, cancer moments in it? <laughs> no cancer, <laughs> cancer drama. No, no cancer drama. But it, it's just got a nice balance. It's fun. It doesn't throw It doesn't throw in all these bullshit pop cultural references like most of the kids' films do these days. It hasn't got a fucking annoying sidekick. I mean, it's, it, the, the, the reindeer's got a couple of sidekicks, but... but <laughs> they're, they're not more, annoying. No, well, they're not really sidekicks. They're more like... One's more of a father figure... Um, which comes into the story. Uh, I should have explained the story. Really. Yeah, I was going to say <laughs> the story. <laughs> is at the yeah, sorry, I'm really bad at this. Um, yeah, it's about a reindeer called Nico, a young reindeer. There is not a reindeer called Nico. Well, no, well, I'll, I'll you know, you met all in. the reindeers in but the world. But he's just a young one, basically, and he really looks up to the the flying troop of reindeers that take Santa around. The you know the famous ones. Um, but they live way over on the other side, some of the valleys. Santa's fell or whatever it's called. And uh, he looks up to them, but especially looks up to them because he's told from his mum that his dad is one of those flying reindeer, um, but he doesn't know which one. Is that because his mum slept with them all? <laughs> no. well, I think she just never got his That's name. To be fair, there are some suge- some uh, suggestive bits that where it's a bit. It does get a bit like that towards the end. It's surprising. Was, was that when Santa licks his it lips like there's mum reindeer? <laughs> well, no, it doesn't make it obvious, but it's, sucks his finger. Uh, but I, I, I don't want to give the way. It doesn't. I mean, it doesn't actually get adult like that. But it. But it's. Um, but when then you I'm think about it, it's a little bit like. Oh, hang on. What's been going on here? But. Um, <laughs> but. No. When, but, why did yeah. he turn into like a 1920s copper? Anyway. He's been right. a very naughty boy this <laughs> year, David. But anyway, so basically, so he think, he's been told that his dad is, in, is one of the flying reindeer. Um, so because of that, he believes that he can fly. Because obviously the other reindeer that he lives with don't fly. They're just normal reindeer. So, but he really thinks he can fly. He keeps trying to jump off ledges and things. It never works. He's suicidal because he doesn't know who his dad is. <laughs> no, is yeah. this like some kind of reindeer social realism? <laughs> oh yeah. But anyway, so he goes after he gets into trouble. He's trying to do one of these um, flying tests or whatever, um, and basically some wolves find him and chase him. And he thinks he's got away from the wolves, but he's actually drawn the little wolves to his sort of pack of reindeer. Um, so they have to leave the home and stuff like that. And everyone's obviously pissed off at him. They're always they think they think he's he's an, he's an idiot sort of thing. And he thinks he's foolish for wanting to fly. So Nico, after this, he, he's devastated and he and he runs away. Um, and he runs away to find Santa's fell and find his dad basically. But um, who comes with him? Does he find Timon and Pumba? <laughs> I was just <laughs> thinking it sounded very lying. But no, but he goes there. But this this uh, I don't know what cre- oh he's a flying squirrel flying squirrel. <laughs> Follows him, and he's uh, 
He's the sort of sidekick, but really he's more of a father figure because he's been looking after Nico ever since he was a kid. That's why, as I say, he's not really a comedy sidekick. He, he, he wisecracks a bit, but he's not that annoying because he's got that That's father exciting. figure authority thing Does he on. taunt him because he can fly? Uh, no, no, no. He's he's very supportive. He, yeah, he's very supportive. But um, but yeah. So that's that's the sort of psychic character. But I've, I've totally gone off. I've lost my train of thought now. But yeah, as I say, simple story. As you say, it's ripped off Lion King. It's ripped off all sorts of things. It's not. It's nothing particularly special or new. But it just gets it right. It gets the balance right of humour and drama and and sort of i say action but it's not like a violent film it's very much a you sort of kiddie friendly film but in terms of like set pieces you've got all avalanches and all that sort of shit and uh and stampedes just, <laughs> no stampedes wolf chases but it's uh, lots of wolf chases but it's um it's good fun i just, i just really enjoyed it it's a christmas film for kids uh, just Unpretentious, sort of, just does it what it what it says in the tin, sort of thing. I I thought it was great. I really I really enjoyed it. Sounds good. What's the dub like? The dub it dub wasn't too is bad it actually. Watson, is it? It's no no. It's no one famous. It's like well, it's it's Emma Roberts. It's like Julia Roberts' cousin and niece. <laughs> it's a niece, yeah. Like um, so it's got no one famous in it. I mean, the dub, the actual quality of the acting in the dub, it, it's not amazing, but it's okay. It does the job. Um, but luckily for me, I think the main thing for me that surprised me about a dub, because I usually hate dubs of, especially with the Miyazaki films, but I think with the Miyazaki films, it's mainly because the voices just don't fit, because they've got a sort of a Japanese anime sort of style, and then you've got these fucking awful American accents coming out. Whereas here, um, because the actual style, because it's CGI and it's sort of, it's animals, they don't have, they don't look like they're from a certain country or anything. No, they don't look Finnish. <laughs> no, they don't look Although Finnish. Although they are suicidal. Oh, yes. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, there's, a, there's no geographical... Uh, you know what I mean? It, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you don't expect a certain voice to come out of these reindeers. So it works. And also, I think for me as well with Japanese films is the rhythm of Japanese is very odd. And you try and shove an English uh, language in there. It doesn't fit. Mm. Whereas Finnish, I think, um, with CGI characters, it doesn't seem to be a problem here. And... Uh, and no, the dub, the dub's fine. I mean, the acting's the acting of the main characters is is fine. Uh, there's a couple of the minor characters that are awful. There's like some, um, uh, like the elder of the group of reindeers is really bad. He doesn't sound old to begin with, which is ridiculous. And he was a bit dodgy, but does he go, "Yo, motherfucker, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm your <laughs> daddy"? <laughs> no, but. Uh, but yeah, but, but the, the dub's not bad. It's not bad. It would have been nice to have the original language on the DVD, though. It's very... In terms of DVD, it's the most basic DVD I've ever seen. There's not even a chapter menu. It's just fucking play, and that's it. Um, but to be honest, it's you come out it, It's come out at a really low price, like come out straight away at like three quid or something like that. And to, if you want in a kid's film at Christmas, I'd spend that three quid and, and get it bought. Put it in the stockings. Yeah. Awesome. I've heard, now this may not be true, Lindsay, but I've heard you've seen a Christmas film at the cinema. No, did you hear that? Oh, okay. It's freaking awesome. Seriously, I don't, I don't know why they don't, more cinemas don't put on classic films. It's great fun. But yeah, no, mm. we watched Muppet Christmas Carol at the cinema awesome. and I was mildly worried that we were going to be the only childless people there and that <laughs> basically we'd be arrested for being paedophiles, but we weren't. There was very few children there, which was good. Even better. you know, they're really fucking noisy. But um. Yeah, it's brilliant. I forgot how brilliant it was. Um, I haven't seen it for years, and it's it's just really, really funny. Like it made me laugh quite a lot. And you know, it's like lunchtime on a Sunday afternoon with a cup of tea. I was just like, this is the way it made me feel all festive and warm inside. There's not enough Miss Piggy in it. That's my only beef. 
because I like Miss Piggy, but there's not enough of her in that film. She doesn't she's hit not anybody a either. Hugely festive character, though, is she, Miss Piggy? No, that's true. She's not warm and, you know, and fuzzy. And she's not turkey. It's, made, it's quite a male film as well, like all you know, all the leads, I guess, because it's obviously the book. It's all about mm. the men and the men's relationships. Um, you know, with Scrooge and the people that work for him. He doesn't really have any women. All the women are kind of secondary. But yeah, it's quite funny. Um, I forgot just how awesome the narration is, like Gonzo and Ratty. Like Gonzo was Charles Dickens. It's just, is it Ratty? Is that his name? Something like that. I think that. so, yeah. They, and loads of things happen. Like they keep getting like knocked out of windows, knocked off windowsills by time, opening yeah. windows. And it's every time it's really funny. It's just, I think it's because you let yourself go with it. It's like, yeah, this is fun. But yeah, it just made me want to watch kids' films. So I've got Toy Story 3 lined up and I'm ready. But uh, yeah, it's just awesome. And I also saw Home Alone 2, which is also freaking awesome. <laughs> but. Did you just make a vomit noise at Home Alone 2? It Why annoys the hell out of me Home Alone 2. I love Home Alone 1. Yeah. I think 2 I think, is better. I think what, ever since a kid, I've always had something against it. I think it's because even when I was a child, I realised how much of an exact copy it is of the first film. It just bothered me. It's like, couldn't they come up with something new? It's just exactly the they same, do. just in a different you location. destroy the whole house because it's not his and it's already ruined oh, anyway. It just bothered me. People it wasn't, just, it wasn't just the house. I don't mind having the same sort of housey sort of set piece but even all the drama all the he meets a character who he thinks is a bit creepy but he finds out it's actually quite nice it's exactly the same it as the first film insane. it just it bothers me so much Homeland 2 because it's so insanely lazy I fucking hate it although I'll still, I'll still watch it and probably laugh and enjoy it but it just still pisses me off just the fact that it's so insanely lazy it's Home Alone 1 yeah but the fact if, if that came out first you might have like preferred that who knows yeah. Yeah. I think maybe that's the way around because I don't really know Home Alone 1 but I think I know it's before. Well, I, I've seen it, but I think I've seen two more. So, so you I think prefer that one? So. I watched again and again and again as a kid, which is why I love it, because I'm like, it's brilliant. And then, you know, the bit where he gets electrocuted and he's like, hey, <laughs> <laughs> It's just every time, just just like a little bit of wee slips out. It's brilliant. <laughs> it just makes me laugh. It's people falling over. It's people getting hit in the Tell head. Tell you what, watch the Three Stooges trailer. You'll fucking love it. <laughs> it is... No, you see, it's, it's not a kid's film, is it, the Three Stooges? Yeah. Oh, okay. Maybe then. Maybe I will. Oh, it, it's all slapstick. It's just them pushing each other over, stabbing each other in the eye, biting each other's tongues, and hitting each other with mallets, and pushing each other oh, over. And... Is it still think, the Thingy think... Brothers? The Family, Family Brothers, Brothers, yeah. Oh. Where have mm. they been recently before that? They've been trying to make this film for about 20 years. Yeah, they've done quite a few things. Have they? Then they did that whole pass. Oh, maybe. I, I've just lost interest. <laughs> just yeah. out of interest, how, under what circumstances do they end up biting each other's tongues? No, I'm sorry. No, they do. No, this is. The, obviously, the Three Stooges are known for little routines. And in one of their. He didn't bite his tongue. He, he, um, there's a bit in the trailer where he pokes somebody in the eye. Then he goes to poke the other one in the eye, but the other guy... Oh, it's ripped off Army of Darkness completely, the whole no, bit. they ripped off the stick. Right? And um, <laughs> he sticks his hand up, and he's tr- obviously to block the eye, then he sticks his tongue out, to, as in to go, uh-huh, and then the other guy sort of like whacks his top and bottom of his head to crush his tongue. Oh, so he bites his That's own That's horrible. Out. Yeah. That would actually... Yeah, you could actually... That, it's not done like gruesome. It's, it's kind of... Dangerous? But you've got to watch it, Lindsay. You'll love it. It'll be your film Maybe. of next year. Maybe. But it sounds like you two have had a Christmas of thumb. Um, not really. I watched a few films. A few. Do, you want to, do you want to talk about yours or should I talk about mine? Shame, my <sighs> shame. I don't mind. I'll talk about mine. Because um, it's quite similar to you in a way, Lindsay. 
is that I, I, I watch Gremlins. Oh, what a film. Yeah, and I've not seen it, it in a while. brilliant. And I forgot how good it was. It's awesome. It's nice when that happens because there's always that worry that it's going to be really disappointing yeah, and then yeah. you watch it and you're like, fucking knew I had good taste. I yeah. remembered one bit from Gremlins. You haven't seen it since you was a kid, have you? I remember just one bit, and but oh, it was just amazing. What bit was it that you remembered? <laughs> I remembered because I remembered the bit where the granny goes up in the stair lift and she ends up flying out the window. Oh, yeah. You know that bit? Yeah. <laughs> Just because I laughed so much at that bit when I was a kid, but I didn't remember any of the rest. So, um, yeah, but, but it's so weird. It's like it's because it, it's so dark. It is. Obviously, it's a fifteen as it is, but it is. It's so weird because it's a kids' it's film. A fifteen. It's a fifteen, yeah. yeah. But it's a kids' film, clearly. So I can obviously I watched it as a really young kid, and I collected the sticker album, and I had a little gizmo plastic yeah. toy, and it was marketed for kids. It had loads of merchandising and stuff, but it was for older people, yeah. and it is really dark. And, for kids, it'd be quite scary. Oh, yeah. But the characters... My parents never let me watch it. They're just so... It's just fucking... Like, Gizmo is amazing. Like, yeah. I hate all these cutie little characters, but Gizmo is just stunning. But even, like, the Gremlins characters are brilliant. Mm. The comedy. But the, obviously... Does it still stand up? I just, oh, I, God, yeah, it's yeah. It's just a whole sequence of just Gremlins. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the thing is, I mean, what is weird is that the film is played so straight, and it's quite serious, and it's got some kind of funny bits and stuff, but it is quite... It is, like I say, it's quite dark, it's... You know, kind of scary. But there's a sequence that obviously when the gremlins become the gremlins, where they're in the bar and Phoebe Case is pouring them drinks. That is so fucking ludicrous. Like it's out of a different film. It's out of it's out of like the new batch, the sequel. It's that they've all got like their own personalities and stuff. It doesn't make any sense. But you kind of forgive it, and it kind of makes it. Well, the whole finale makes it brilliant. brilliant, Yeah, Yeah. I mean, the bit in the store though is um, really it's just brilliant. Is the first one the one where he gets the little car and the little yeah? yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I love that bit. Yeah. The problem is they all become one film as well, so they don't talk in the first one, do they? Yeah, they do a bit. Oh, they do, but not as much as the second one. No, but even in the second one, there's only one character, brains, isn't it? That because in the second one, they've all like genetically changed to be specific characters, isn't it? Yeah. But there's yeah one character who talks, but yeah they do speak a little bit um, in it. But it is just yeah it's just absolutely brilliant. It's mm. everything about it is so fucking original, and I cannot believe <laughs> I cannot believe that Christopher Columbus wrote it. Did he? He really? came up with it. Jesus, I thought he'd. Um, my brain's gone. Joe Dante. Joe Dante. He directed I it. Say, I want to say John Landis, but no, I knew it wasn't. Yeah, Joe Dante. Yeah, yeah he Joe directed Dante. it. He didn't write and it. Spiel, yeah, he, um, hmm. but Chris, Christopher Columbus he, he wrote it as a spec script. Spielberg saw it and got Jane to make it. And Christopher Columbus, I don't know if you know, but he's the one who directed the first Harry Potter and he, he, mm. he's shit. I mean, now, he, he, he wrote Goonies and he wrote this, mm. but he's not done much else since. that's any good. He did that um, Percy and the Lightning Thief as well. So he did oh, Harry Potter and that. its rip-off. But um, Gremlins, just fucking what an idea. Um, so original. And it's just a sh- almost a shame that you don't get films like that anymore. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. you just wouldn't, you just wouldn't get a film like that. Because every, you know, even the kind of the puppets are amazing. It is a mix yeah. of everything. Like it is quite funny. It's really dark. It's I think Rare Exports has got a bit of Gremlins in it, but it's not as little, it doesn't go as crazy by the end. It's, yeah, it's yeah, a bit yeah. more low key. Yeah, I suppose in the sense of that it's sort of a kids' film, but it is but quite dark. dark. I would yeah. say Rare Exports is probably darker than Gremlins. I would say so. Moments of it. Anyway, more it's less. It's less silly. It's definitely, yeah, I was going to say, maybe as a whole it is, but it's, I'd say the gremlins, like the bits, it's quite, it is quite scary, I think. 
kids would be more scared by villains than they would that. But um, yeah. but um, what I thought was quite interesting is that um, in the original script, um, Gizmo turned into Stripe. Mm-hmm. He really? turned into a gremlin and he became Stripe. Oh, a bit ah. Jekyll and Hyde. Yeah, but it was actually Spielberg who said he's too good a character. People will not want to see Gizmo do that. Gizmo's the hero. Yeah. He yeah. needs to be the one who kills Stripe. Yeah. You know, saves the day in the end. Yeah, he said he's too he good. A... Yeah, that bit is amazing. <laughs> Absolutely amazing. There's so many bits in it which are just fucking brilliant. Mm. I remember really loving it as a kid. Yeah. It's just some brilliant just... bits in it. I, I particularly like the fact that it starts off with this really Christmassy scene, like a Christmas card scene, and it ends on that as well. So it's an absolute Christmas film, but then just descends into this madness and this darkness. It's just it's brilliant. It's got some nice little characters and... as well. I like the. Um, I like the... Oh, the, the neighbour guy who's obsessed with the really patriotic and he, he always blames blames anything like he's trapped in foreign. Foreign. foreign parts and stuff yeah. like that I like him and there's the uh, he, do you know he's in the second one but as a different character that's right because he gets killed in this one but he's, he's a bit of a, I think he's, he's I in thought he was Joe the Dan, same Dan, like, I thought they came to the big city yeah. in the second one and that's no, maybe they that? die in the first one yeah yeah do they yeah I don't remember that I don't remember people dying his snow good way to die Snowpass. Yeah, but I cannot be weird because I haven't seen a new batch since the cinema. I can't really remember much. I remember the characters, but I remember his death. Like he's getting killed by bat gremlins or something, and he's stuck in cement. I can't remember. The um, the goth, the um, what's it called? Off the cathedral. Gargoyle. That's the word. Yeah, Yeah, they come to life and they they basically they like peck him to death. It's like some out of birds. Yeah, but I remembered even at the time that the special effects are shit. They yeah. were, yeah. yeah. It was. But, I remember um, it looking a little bit weird. My, um, my particular favourite moment in Gremlins, though, I think I was saying this at the time I was watching it, it's just like the fact that when they come, when they hatch um, at his house, and mum just becomes like, she's just killing them. She doesn't care. Yeah. It's absolutely she puts brutal in the and gruesome. It's yeah, just yeah. suddenly, she just, she's like, happy, lovely mummy, you know, making gingerbread biscuits. And then suddenly, you know, People come into, like, these little horrible things come into her home and she's like, I'm getting my knife yeah. out, I'm putting you in the microwave, I'm putting you in the food blender, you're going down. It's oh, brilliant. the blender yeah. one. That That's the bit I always remember from Gremlins. Yeah. That was the, uh, yeah. But it is just, when I was watching it, I was just like, this is just... Awesome. Oh, yeah, just just amazingly well made. Like, the structure of it and stuff like that, the way they, even the way the kind of Gremlins become the Gremlins and all the rules of the, you know, the, yeah, it's just clever. perfect. It's just so well done. I mean, the only bit you could possibly argue is that sequence of them being yeah. human. I mean, that's the thing. Yeah. They become human, they start smoking and they're talking and they're, yeah, it's, it's, and it it's is, really funny. It is good, <laughs> but it is just completely, yeah, out of, completely out of, yeah. Out of I honestly just thought that was all in the second one. So I remember the second one being a bit like... Oh, the second one is what? stupid. This yeah. is weird. Well, still good fun. Like, I remember loving it as a kid because it yeah. was really silly, but I didn't realise, like, I didn't remember they did that in the first one. Yeah. It's good. It is good, but it is just sort of fucking ridiculous. But then they do that for about ten minutes and then it goes back to playing it quite straight. But, um, so obviously, like, the bit, <laughs> if you think about it, like when they're watching Snow White, yeah. they're like, hi, ho! <laughs> yeah. but what's brilliant is that they've obviously never seen it before because they've just been born yeah. but they know all the words yeah. <laughs> doesn't everybody oh god absolute Jeez. comedy so Laura, Laura La final last one yeah well I'd I'd seen a couple but um, I decided to talk about White Christmas which okay. was Snow Snow I've never seen White Christmas oh. I'm not a musical person I, I've, well, I, 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 I skip a lot of musicals 
to be honest, neither neither am I. I'm not a massive musical fan, but some I do enjoy. I enjoy like sound of music and some of the classics. But yeah, White Christmas I think is brilliant. Um, it's it's Bing Crosby, and obviously you've got the really famous um, opening where he sings White Christmas, mm. which is I think possibly my favourite Christmas song of all time as well. I'm just mm. I'm so sentimental. Let it snow. And nostalgic. Thing. But it's it's an old film and it's a Christmas film. I mean, what's not to love? <laughs> but, um, I've got a few. few <laughs> no, there are, there are definitely a few things. There are definitely a few problems with it, shall we say. I mean, it is like, you know, back to the really old kind of classic musicals where it is just song after song after song. But one of the things that I quite like about this musical is, you know, the four main characters are in show business, so it's not entirely out of place. Mm. Um, and, you know, the story's very, very sweet. And um, Because it's a more obscure one, do you want to explain the story? What's that, sorry? Explain the story. Yeah, I'm going to explain Oh, the story. sorry, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm getting there, I'm getting there. <laughs> um, yeah, so, yeah, the story's quite... Um, obviously, the story's got a very Christmassy feel. It's quite sweet, where it's uh, basically the two main characters, um, played by Bing Crosby and Danny Kaye, they're... They're together, um, like in the in the army in the war, and after they leave, they become uh, partners in in show business, uh, and they meet the two female characters who are also these partners in show business, and end up as this sort of foursome, and they go um, to a ski lodge uh, up in the mountains, and um, and basically what happens is the the two main guys what they find is the guy who owns this ski lodge is their old captain um, but it isn't getting very much um custom and there's no snow that year and and so basically what they do is they bring their show to the cabin to generate interest in it and you know to to bring people um but then it becomes even more because um that the captain sort of feels like nobody cares about him anymore he sort of wanted to go back to the army but nobody wants him he's too old so they basically end up bringing like all the army fellas there and it's really sentimental and really sweet but i think handled quite well it's not overly sentimental especially for an old film but it, it's just lovely and i think a lot of the film uh, the songs sorry um are actually pretty good especially for for musical songs i quite enjoy them snow <laughs> Except that one. Except that one. Yeah, there's there's a couple of things, but yeah, but you got yeah, White Christmas is amazing. Isn't that the most uh, the best selling song of all time? Something like that. Yeah, when you take into account like all the bits and pieces. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I don't like it. What White Christmas? It's just it's boring. Yeah, I'm a bit. I'm not a massive song. I've not seen the film, and mainly, and yeah, no, the song doesn't float my boat either. When it comes to Christmas songs, I want something that when I've got a rather large half pint glass of Bailey's in my hand, that makes me want to jiggle. As opposed yeah. to oh, no, sit there I, I, and I'm more sentimental. I have a bite of Bailey sat on the sofa going, ah. Sinking back into your chair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, not it's, it's nowhere near my favourite Christmas film of all time, but it's, it's, but you it's, love the it's enjoyable. Helps. and Mainly for the fact, because I love old films and I'm very nostalgic. So I think around Christmas as well, I think a bit of cheesy Hollywood sort of stuff like that, I think goes down quite well. That's the one time I usually don't mind watching anything there. A bit sentimental, a bit more. As I say, I'm not usually into musicals. I do like some musicals are brilliant, but Chitty Chitty Bang Bang stuff like. That. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, what but a still, film! Yeah, but stuff like Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, Mary Poppins and shit like that at Christmas. Mary like, Poppins. Yeah. But usually, in any other time of the year, I probably would never put them on. <laughs> but uh, yeah, cool. yeah, White Christmas. 
thumbs up. They're all our own. Thumbs so we all enjoyed the films we actually watched. It's directed by the same guy that directed Casablanca, we found out today. Is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, it's Christmas films, what's the, not to love? No. Especially because you will have watched, we will have all watched ones that make us feel happy yeah. and that we've seen before. Yeah, and, that's true. Oh, I got a list that I watch every single year. I'd never yeah, seen mine spend... in English. <laughs> I ain't seen mine for years. Although I kind of knew it was going to be brilliant. Did watch one Christmas film as well. It's called Miracle on 34th Street and it was oh, fucking like shit. I don't oh, like the little girl in it. It's awful. I uh, know, not the new one. The old oh. one. We watched the original, no. but that shit is Yeah, well. I don't like that little girl either. Sorry, little Mara girl. Awesome. She's not yeah, a bad she's a woman. Is she, is she, she's so annoying. Is it what's yeah. the face from Matilda in it? Yeah, I yeah. Thought, yeah. No, that's the new one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, we're getting very sure it was Ghostbusters has been on as well. I saw that. I caught the end of Ghostbusters 2 on the telly the other day, which they're saying is a Christmas film. And it just, just, it's funny. It's just stupid. Yeah, I just like the I can remember when I watched Ghostbusters again recently. Bill Murray is just fucking amazing. Yeah. Yeah. He is. He's brilliant. Like, his, t- his timing is spot yeah. on and he's so kind of sarcastic and, like, yeah, whatever. Like, I, I just love him. Love him. Cool. Makes me want to watch Groundhog Day and then I remember Andy McDowell's in it. It's a shame, but the film is still brilliant. <laughs> yeah, it's still yeah. good. I know, but imagine how good it would be without oh, Andy. Yeah. 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 With someone actually decent, half decent. Oh, she's so irritating. I feel a little bit the same about Four Weddings as well. Like, yeah. I like... No, that's shit on every level. Oh, I don't mind No, four I weddings liked Four Weddings there. at the time, but Andy McDowell Not really, really, really pulls it down. Yeah. Yeah. She's just so irritating. Mm. And I see on that L'Oreal adverts and like, I just... She can't even pull those off. She's so bad. So, so uh, any other Christmas films that we're all going to be watching over the next sort of week or two? I might, I've had one. I've had one a while that I've not watched it on Blu-ray. It's another Finnish one. Um, <laughs> right. It's like the the story of Santa Claus or whatever. Like as a kid, isn't it? It's weird. I don't quite know how it works, but some sort of like Santa it's like a bio, biopic about Father Christmas. Is it a documentary? <laughs> yeah, it's a documentary. <laughs> but um, so I'm intrigued about that. Um, although it looks a bit cheesy. But I think you should invite us all around, and Dave. Not Dan. Yeah. Dan. And we have a... Glu- Dan! Glueheim, is that how you pronounce it? Gluevine. Gluevine. Yeah. 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 We're going to make some. Yeah, we've got some herbs to put together to make some somewhere. That sounds Isn't dodgy. Isn't it spicy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are you putting your gluevine? <laughs> we? No, no uh, spices, whatever. And obviously, surely all of us are going to watch Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, I, I used to, it. I see the thing is, I like watching that at Halloween. Weirdly. Yeah. It's, it's a Wonderful Life. life. I've Without never seen it. We were talking about this the other day. Oh, I sort your fucking life out. Really. I know, that? it's just so the opportunity. Good. It's a wonderful it. life. I've never seen just it. Just buy it. I know, but I keep forgetting. It is amazing. Yeah. I know, I, people tell me this. Yeah, but the hype, you'll, you might be disappointed. That's, that is the part I of the problem. It. <laughs> but yeah, between that and uh, watching NASA track Santa on Christmas Eve, it's going to be pretty busy. <laughs> I love that. It makes me so happy every year. I'm God, like, um, like last year. Yeah, Lynn's don't expect It's a Wonderful Life, though, to be... It won't you make know, me. It always jiggling kind of about sad, with a glass of Baileys. Don't do that. It's oh, yeah. not that no, kind of thing. It's not It's at the end. Yeah, no, it's not a. I mean, it's not ruining it. Can have a dance, Let's not it? ruin it, but well, it is no, the most. I know the basic. I've seen the. Um, I've read the Red Dwarf book. <laughs> it's his favourite film. And uh, he ends up kind of living the film over and over oh, and over yeah, again. Yeah, yeah. There's an episode of just that. Yeah. Well. The books in the TV series are pretty similar, but. Um, yeah, and I kind of I know the basic story, and I, I I think that might be partly it that it's just like you feel like you've seen it for life, which could be a bit miserable. Or I could watch Gremlins again. Yeah, or Home Alone. No, but the thing is though, It's a Wonderful Life is sensational. I thought it was like 
Like fucking white snow. White Christmas, white I mean. <laughs> Rather than yellow snow. That's some sort of drug yeah. drug, isn't it? Um, like really tween sentiment. That's how, in my head, that's because I avoided yeah. It's Wonderful Life. And when that's I watched it, my head. I couldn't believe how dark it was. It's so dark. And so, so he goes to kill himself, is that not yeah, how yeah, yeah. And it is so miserable, but the high at the end is it because it's so miserable, the high is just bang it. on. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it is yeah. the, in a way the ending is really sentimental, but it fucking yeah. pulls it off. And he's got it's angels phenomenal. in it. Yeah. It's got angels yeah. in it. It's got a comedy angel. Main right? character, angel. A drunk angel. Clarence. <laughs> Uh, but um, yeah, so you need to watch that. And Elf, I'll probably try and find Elf. No, Elf. no, no. I watch like it, Lindsay. Watch Elf it. is like fucking Elf. bollocks. I'm not yeah, gonna have a chance. I'm gonna be travelling around. That's what we should have done. I was quite surprised with Elf because I I thought I'd hate it. I really oh, did, but God. I found it quite amazing. painful. I fucking hate Will Ferrell. Yeah, you see, I I have a saturation point with Will Ferrell, but I've not had any Will Ferrell. Yeah, for I did. A while. Thirty but seconds. I think Elf works. <laughs> No, I, I really did. thought... I thought it was... Because I've heard good things about Bad Santa as well, and I thought Elf was going to be, like, a dark Bad Santa's Christmas film. Good. Like, I thought it was going to be, but he isn't. He just plays a little cunt like he does in every film. I thought it was going to be darker than it was, but it isn't. It's so stupid and silly, and and I expected it's it to be like Bad to Santa. Dark, I know, but, I, know, but I think... I, yeah, I thought it was going to be like that but no, no it's, it's like a silly. silly film yeah oh it's absolutely ridiculous Whereas yeah. bad santa's for grown-ups bad santa's decent like billy bob thornton really pulls it off i'm a little bit in love with him after uh finding night lights as well Can that I film is so satisfying Can you I just say just... the film we haven't mentioned is the snowman I know it's in a short. Because it's but... crazy. I watch that every year. <laughs> oh, oh, you're joking. I have to watch that every year. Every year. Do you know what? Two years ago, I've watched The Snowman every year on Christmas Day or Boxing Day without what? fail. And a few it's years ago, so... Lindsay, shush. <laughs> a few years ago, two or three years ago, I watched it. Seriously, at the end, I cried. It's because you're a fucking idiot. I cried. Oh, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm blown away at the end of it. Oh. It's inevitable. What did you expect? Your friend's made of snow. He's going to melt. I never oh, want weird. him to die. He doesn't die because he was never alive. I should have been dead. It's so In fact, I, I've even got it on DVD. I love it. Don't yeah. like the animation style either. Oh, what are you joking? It's beautiful. Yeah, no, it really doesn't do it for me at oh, all. Isn't it quite way. jerky? And quite... It's because it's, it's really proper, like, like, every frame is like a painting rather than more It's like watching a moving like, Christmas card. It doesn't I can't do the sort of line, outlines and stuff like that. The music more, as well. Like... I've even got the soundtrack. It's awesome. brilliant. Yeah, but not that. Like, just the music. <laughs> I can't remember any Whatever, like, Snowman. It's brilliant. high-pitched song. Anyway... I was just—I was earlier looking at the clock, thinking, oh, "This is our shortest podcast ever." But no, we dragged. Just it fucking out babbled on for <laughs> no reason whatsoever. But anyway, uh, what's coming out, Dave? What's good? I'll just quickly. Well, just just before I do that, uh, I'll just mention. We—I don't think we mentioned it to Lindsay. Probably didn't. No, we, we, did. we decided we before, did. Lindsay. Yeah, we decided on next. I don't think it'll be in a fortnight because Christmas is coming and we're going to be busy. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> But um, Dave the next episode or whatever um, is going to be our review of the year. So we're going to chat about our most favourite films Dave, of the year and our shittiest films. I couldn't remember if we, it was with you or if we were waiting for you. But, you but anyway. crazy. 
Anyway, we're going to talk about our review of the year. So are we going to do a poll of best film of the year as well? I think, like, do our top five each briefly, but then talk in more detail at number one maybe and say why it's our number one, and then talk about the absolute shittest film that we've seen on But also the poll, I mean, for the website. Oh, sorry, yeah, yeah, we'll do a we'll, we'll whack a poll well, on that. What about yeah. the poll for the website? Did we not have you. Christmas films? Oh, yeah, we did have Christmas films. Uh, let's have a look. Right, uh, we have a surprise winner on the poll, actually. Well, surprise for me, it's a... Crocodile Dundee? A Christmas Story. <laughs> what is that? I it's, don't know It's it an is. American favourite, that's why I put it in there, because, um, I mean, I've never seen it, but I can remember last year, just in the... I go on a lot of film blogs and stuff, and a lot of people banging on about it. I remember looking it up and thinking, oh, what's this? And it's, um, it's quite very popular in America. It's about this... I don't know quite what it's about, but it's about this weird, geeky kid um, who's... I don't know, doing shit at Christmas. I don't know what it's about. But uh, um, opening presents. Stuff but like it's, 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 it's it, like a well-researched podcast. Yeah, yeah. it's obviously obviously an American favorite, and I think the Americans have been voting in force because it won a poll uh, ahead of uh, Edwin of Life, which came in a close close second. Wrong, really, really wrong. Well, you've not seen or heard of a Christmas story, so no. you don't know, do you? It does look pretty. It, to be fair, I think it's basically quite. It's um. It looks cheesy from the images, but from what I've heard, it is quite funny and quite a bit, not dark, but a bit, um, it's not too sentimental or anything. It's a bit more about a naughty kid sort of thing. Uh, but I don't know, perhaps you should it's check it out. So Home Alone. Definitely check it out. If it's, be- if it's supposedly better than It's Wonderful Life, then it must be worth uh, a, a watch. Nightmare um, Before Christmas awesome. at three. Yeah, Nightmare Before Christmas at three. National Lampoon's coming up from the rear. Where the fuck is Home Alone in this? Get out six. No little pervert, I'm going to slap you silly. You got other in at five, which usually creeps you near the top because people have their own ideas. <laughs> Blankets. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> the other in at five uh, as usual. Um, yeah, so surprise, surprise rating. Yeah, but for the review what, of the year, I guess there, I, as well. I did. Yeah, they're all just best uh, film, I guess. Film of the year, best film of the year. Oh. I'll just, I'll just whack um, what is considered to be some of the the top best, ten or whatever, 10 and 10 other ones. obviously, other will win that. Yeah. <laughs> um, so coming out. Coming out, uh, we've got on the 8th of December, we have New Year's Eve. Then why, yeah. they, why don't they bring that out closer to New Year's? Might have made more sense. Uh, that looks shit. Uh, 9th of December. <laughs> is that the sequel to um, Valentine's Day? Yeah. I think it is. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, no, I'm not yeah. joking. It is. The same ensemble cast, um, isn't it? Yeah. On the 9th of December, I tell you what, we have, controversially, we have Puss in Boots. Controversially, I think this looks quite good. Controversial? Because it's your fucking knob. I think, the thing is, I, I, do, I don't like the Shrek films. I didn't even like the first one. A lot of people, oh, the first one's good, the rest aren't. No, the first one's shit. Now I'm with you there. But, I don't know, for some reason, I saw the trailer for this, I actually found it quite funny. Do you know the 3D ones on the 3DS? Oh, right, I didn't know that. There you go. Cool, but anyway, but <laughs> I think for me, from the trailer, and from what I've heard, the reviews have actually been okay for it as well. I think it's supposed to not be too, too sort of full Shrek-y. of pop culture, Shrek-y, and full of pop culture references and lazy sort of, not much of a story, just an excuse for a load of gags. I think this has more of a story, a bit more, a bit more interesting, a bit more fun. Um, but to be, to be fair, I, I, I'm intrigued. I doubt I'll see it because. I'm busy around Christmas, and and it, I've, there are better films that I'll probably watch, but I actually think it looks okay. This next one sounds yeah. amazing. Mm, yeah, Another Earth. This sounds brilliant. It blatantly went playing Lincoln. Uh, but, um, yeah, Another Earth, sort of a sci-fi indie film. It's uh, That sounds brilliant. I'm up for that. We've got a very Harold and Kumar 3D Christmas. I think I mm. mentioned this last yeah. podcast. Uh, which looks stupid, but I don't know. If it's you like been that sort quite of thing. well received, Yeah, it's been it? quite yeah. received. If you're into that sort of stoner comedy sort of type thing it's probably quite funny um, 
Then we've got The Well Digger's Daughter, which I randomly came across. It's written and directed by, and, and starring, I forgot to add, a Daniel Ortel, oh, how do you pronounce it? That French guy who was knocking around in the 90s and he used to crop up in any French film. That oh, there. that French guy. But oh, randomly right. he's disappeared he's for ages and then suddenly he's come up with a film that he's written, directed, starred in and all That's sorts. what he's been doing though. It's yeah. called The Well Digger's Daughter. Yeah, it sounds a bit shit to be honest, but it just, I was just, I don't know why, but um, yeah, Darren. his name always sticks in my mind. Yeah. Say whale digger again. Well digger. Whale well, digger. Well, you sound like well you said whale digger. Oh, no, oh, well like digger. The whale digger's daughter. The whale digger's By some French dude. But yeah, anyway, it's, it's about a father in pre-World War II France, torn between his sense of honour and deep love for his daughter. Is Dave still talking? Anyway, blah, blah, blah. It's that shit. I just love the fact that Dave turns the sound down when Darren gets more northern. Every time I speak, I'm getting edited here. Every time I speak, Dave... About with Try it, even out the levels. <laughs> but uh, anyway, the next week, still on the 9th of December, we have Mysteries of Lisbon, uh, which is Raoul Ruiz's last film because he died recently. Um, it, I saw the oh, trailer. Death on the podcast again. I saw the trailer for this a while ago. I think I covered it on the on the trailer watch. Uh, the trailer it looks visually looks fucking amazing, um, and it's got some brilliant reviews to be honest I mean before he died it was getting good reviews so I think it's not just a sympathy vote I think people are saying this is like one of his finest works because he's made loads of films but very rarely they become all that popular I think he's he tends to change his style quite a lot I don't know he's one of these guys I've heard about I've not seen any of his films but supposedly this is the one to watch um, so it's, it's probably worth tracking well, down but it happen. won't be on many cinemas unfortunately but The Mysteries of Lisbon so I'll look for that. Then 16th of December, we have uh, Sherlock Holmes' Game of Shadows, which Ooh. hopefully will be good. Looking forward to that. Can't wait. Oh, my um, God. I can just the, see the next the one. That's Boxing Day yeah. blockbuster, isn't it? That's the one we're all yeah, going to the... watch with hangovers on Boxing Day. Yeah. Yeah, I won't. I'm seeing my mum, but... <laughs> <laughs> Take your mum along. Come on, mum. And then uh, we've got Alvin and the Chipmunks, Chipwrecked. Yeah. Oh, God. They're churning these sequels out to Alvin and the Chipmunks. Fucking hell. But yeah, that looks shit. Uh... And then finally, we've got very few films coming out around Christmas. I guess they're all just quite... This stuff. one seems chirpy. But yeah, the next one is Dreams of a Life. It's a documentary. Um, again, I'm not sure how much of a release this is getting, but it's a filmmaker sets out to discover the life of Joyce Vincent, who died in her bedsit in London in 2003. Oh, this is supposed to be yeah. really her good. Her body yeah. wasn't discovered for three years, and the newspaper reports offered few details of life, not even a photograph. Yeah, I've actually She's read quite a lot of articles about this. Okay. And I don't know much about it, I just thought the concept... Yeah, but you know, it sounds amazing. Yeah, that'll be sounds... one to watch. It won't be very cheery, but it'll be one to watch. Really, yeah, it's really interesting in the kind it's of research intrigue. that they did... On like who was this woman? As in like, nobody. As in yeah. obviously because nobody, nobody found her. There's no evidence of her. But then with, with the information they find about this woman is yeah. it's quite amazing. I mean I won't ruin it, but cool. it's uh, really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. No one found her for three years, and yeah. she was living in a bed. Yeah, no one. Yeah, yeah. It's really the fascinating. Smell. The Guardian. That's I think that's what tipped them <laughs> off eventually. <laughs> who owned the flat? <laughs> they know because there were bins. There were bins by the door. Yeah. So the down her upstairs neighbours just assumed that the rotting smell was the bins. Oh, and then man. eventually and didn't, the rotting smell didn't really about oh, no. Speaking book. of rotting smells, the story in Gremlins where the dad's rotting in the chimney. Oh yeah, yeah. Another good. <laughs> so dark. So it's dark. Yeah. <laughs> but cool. So yeah, that sounds that sounds good. Um, although I doubt it'll be in many cinemas, but I'll definitely check that out on DVD, on Blu-ray, whatever. Awesome. Um, right, cool. That's us done. Uh, Is it like, official though that? 
We're definitely not going to do a podcast until the new year. Is this the final one? Probably not. I'm going to have a look because I think in, in a fortnight... Can't we meet up on Christmas Day? We could possibly <laughs> do it the week before Christmas, but uh, maybe. But I know I've got Monday. I'm not going to be around on Monday. Friday, I'm not going to be around. Thursday, we're having a Christmas party. Like, we, um, Dave's diary, Dave. everyone. Dave's <laughs> diary. <laughs> We've got like two days that week. We might be able to oh, fuck it. it. Let's do it in the new year. Yeah, we won't, I doubt we'll have seen much. Well, in that case... Um, Merry Christmas. But yeah, Merry yeah. Christmas, uh, everyone. Uh, Merry Christmas. I will say, just quick site news. We finally did our site overhaul. Um, it's done. Our site's looking sexy. So um, uh, any thoughts on the, the redesign, here, whack it in the comments section. If you say anything bad, we'll best. delete it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's all done and it's looking cool. And we've got a lot of content going on at the minute. We've got a lot more game content, which is cool to see. So uh, yeah, keep checking it out. Check, checking us out. Check, you check, almost check, did check, sound check, like the Beastie Boys then. Yeah. <laughs> By accident, what is it? So, no, yeah, but yeah, go, head over to blueprintreview.co.uk. Um, as ever, Facebook, uh, facebook.com slash bpreview. Uh, Twitter, at blueprintrev. Just follow us at blueprintrev. Um, as ever, as keep haiku reviewing. We're going to start doing game haikus, aren't we? Yeah. Have you done some already? I've started. Yeah, Darren's done some game haikus, so... Keep the film and game ones coming in. Just uh, put hashtag haiku review or a word. Um, and if you send it at Blueprint Rev, then we'll definitely see it. Yeah, I do um, search for them quite a lot. Oh, okay, so cool. You shouldn't miss them. Yeah. So, yeah, keep sending them in. Brilliant. I think that's it. Fabulous. Right. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Bye. Bye. Hey, my name is Alex Lyons. I listen to Film Yarn because I'm in the video production industry and it's really hard for me to sometimes just keep a pulse on what's going on in culture. Uh, so I listen to Fredo and Xavier Mendez when I'm on my way to work and on my way home and just get a good pulse about what's going on in the realm of film. Also, I really enjoy the Chronicles. I've never heard of a, a podcast that goes to the theater and then immediately following seeing the movie, hearing what their reaction is, is fresh, is exciting. So I'd recommend really highly listening to Film Yarn and check it out. Find the Film Yarn podcast at filmyarn.com or on iTunes.